joining me in this series, Achieving Goals. I get really excited whenever I study for a content for this podcast because I also learn a lot from it. So I started this, uh, well, I tried to start this podcast last year, but then I was still very insecure, so I decided not to pursue it. But last month, I was inspired by a client to push through with this passion project. Because I've always wanted to share what I've learned from the book, The Answer, by Alan and Barbara Pease. Before I started this podcast, I've always been talking about it with friends. I've been posting it on my social media, but then I felt that I needed a bigger audience and a platform, a bigger platform. So here I am. My initial idea when I started this podcast was simply to talk about everything that I learned from the book and share it with you guys, how the techniques um, from that book helped me achieve my goals. Um, But then I realized that there are actually so many other topics that I could cover in this podcast that are still related to achieving goals. So far... We've learned and I've discussed so much more about the RAS or the reticular activating system. I hope you've learned a lot since you started listening to my podcast. I really hope so. Um, Eventually, I will create a page or like a channel where you can communicate with me, but please bear with me on that. Anyway, for this episode, as promised, we're going to focus on the topic procrastination. I think this is a perfect topic to cover in episode 3, Overcoming the Hump. Because oftentimes when we just, we just need a wake-up call or someone to pull us away from being stuck. Because this is what I've noticed. After I've written down my goals, I started to feel very optimistic and determined. I felt like... A superwoman <laughs> but as days went by I started to notice that I was starting to feel demotivated especially when I was not getting my desired results I started to feel self-doubt and especially when I had to do something difficult I always thought of an excuse to not to do it And I know going through this stage is normal, but I also know that if I didn't do anything about my thinking and my behavior, I could eventually lose an opportunity. Because remember, our RAS or RAS will help us focus on the important things that have something to do with what we programmed it to look for. However, if we fail, if we fail to act on the information or opportunity it points us to or you know um, directs us to our RAS will not be able to turn the hands of time and give us that same opportunity again in our in our culture as Filipinos procrastination is also referred to as the manana habit I know you're familiar with this if if you haven't heard about it then now you know the manana habit it comes from the spanish word manana that means tomorrow so the manana habit is all about saying i'll do it tomorrow putting things off for tomorrow 
So I've always thought that the manana habit or procrastination was okay because it's part of our culture, right? It is not a positive behave- behavior for sure, but it's okay because it's harmless. That's what I thought. Anyway, what's important to us is we complete our tasks eventually. Never mind the deadlines and priorities. Manana, tomorrow, buwas na. In Waray, we always say, Nyanala, or in Bisaya, Unya na, or in Tagalog, Mamayana lang, Mamayana lang. Later, I'll do it later, promise. It doesn't matter how long it will take us to complete a task, but what's important is we complete it eventually. However, when I watched Tim Urban's TED Talk, The Mind of a Procrastinator, what he said about simply allowing the instant gratification monkey to take control in our decision-making, especially on certain goals, that have no definite deadlines, we might end up living a life full of regret. And that struck me. And you could say that it changed my mindset. Or it started to change my mindset. Have you seen that TED Talk? I, o- I hope you have. Or if you haven't, please, please, please watch it. I shared that uh, TED Talk in episode 2 in this series. And you know, to be honest, if I hadn't seen that TED Talk, maybe my thinking about procrastination would still be the same. And maybe I might not have been able to achieve what I have achieved if I hadn't seen it. Because again, procrastination is such a harmless behavior. But it is an insidious behavior that we do often. For example, let me give you an example. When I was reading the book, it was in 2019, that was when I first read it, when it instructed me to write down my goals, I actually thought to do it later on. I'm sure um, to my friends who I somehow like guided in their um, goal setting, I know some of them always thought of putting it off for tomorrow or whenever. I actually thought that way also. I thought na niyan nalakon my notebook na ako or I thought that because it, it was I was reading the book and and my notebook or pen wasn't near me. So I said later on na lang um, when I have my pen. Or when I'm on my desk and I have my notebook and my pen. But good thing I didn't listen to my instant gratification monkey. And I went ahead and stood up from bed and got a pen and wrote down my goals immediately. Because, anyway, it had a space for the activity, quote-unquote activity in that book. Because who knows if I followed my instant gratification monkey if I postponed it if I procrastinated maybe I wouldn't have had the chance to write down my goals because you know one excuse could lead to another excuse and to another and to another 
and then eventually you don't do it at all because again procrastination is harmless it's harmless right that's what we think but again it's not it's not it's insidious and I used to be the type of person who thought that it was cool to think that I work best when I'm under pressure that I work best when I procrastinate so that I will reach a point where my brain will be in overdrive because I'm already under pressure because I'm already near the deadline and it's not an effective strategy because my RAS goes on overdrive and the outcome of that task is always and this is what I always think I could have done better if only I worked on it earlier I could have done better let me tell you another example why procrastination isn't harmless that it is actually harmful in college I had so many incompletes in my transcript because I was the type of student who didn't value awards so that wasn't my motivation my motivation was learning and I didn't care about getting good grades what was important for me was completing a subject so getting an INC was okay well that's what I thought when I applied for a teaching job I got rejected because of my transcript because it had a lot of incompletes but then my as my ego to the rescue said no it's all right because I could look for another job or that it wasn't meant for me but you know what ever since that rejection I've never applied to another teaching job because I know that my transcript might not help me be chosen or selected you can say that it wasn't meant for me sure and you know what I believe that as well that the, the, the universe directs us but I also believe that it was an important life lesson that I had to learn that allowing myself to be content with pwede na or okay na ini, bisan late basta nakapasa or it's fine if it's late as long as I get to submit it or complete it or just barely surviving will eventually make me feel miserable because that experience taught me that I might not be able to teach in a university and you know what teaching was one of my childhood dreams just a little segue whenever I say dreams I always imagine Joko's joke about <laughs> you know uh Filipino parents not respecting their kids' dreams. Anyway, that's a little advertisement there. <laughs> But anyway, um, 
So it was a very important life lesson. And watching the TED Talk by Tim Urban was a wake-up call. Because during that time, I was when I watched the TED Talk, I was at a stage in my life where I was already dreaming about pursuing a, dr- a different kind of career. But I always kept on postponing it. I'm sharing this because when it comes to achieving our goals, we'll go through many decision blocks. And what you choose in that moment will affect your future. It's always your defining moment, that decision block, whether it's a yes or a no. Um, And when you postpone it, if you keep on procrastinating, it might make you lose an important opportunity. Our rest may be able to help us focus on the important things, but if we fail to act on them, we will lose again opportunities and the important gift that we have, important asset that we have, time. We lose time. Remember, time is finite. Life is short. If you believe in YOLO, you only live once, let it be about achieving your goals and not about making decisions that will ruin your health or your future. we all procrastinate because it's simply how our brain works when we encounter a difficult task what do we do our brain immediately looks for something fun and easy and psychologists say that what's to blame is dopamine poor dopamine Dopamine is the neurotransmitter that is associated with pleasure. It has been found to be a major component in procrastination, motivation, and impulsivity, or our tendency to act on impulse. When we've trained our brains to always seek pleasurable activities, our brain always produces dopamine when we are faced with something difficult to do. So when this happens, what do we do? We go to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. (laughs) Imagine I spent four hours on TikTok and I I, and I didn't even notice it. One time I it was twelve. When I glanced up again at the clock, it was already four PM. That was four hours in just a snap. And I promised myself not to do that again. But that's how dopamine does. It gives us that pleasurable feeling. And it always happens when we start to realize that, oops, I have something difficult to do or something uncomfortable to do. So that's one reason, according to psychologists. Another reason why we procrastinate is because of instant gratification something related to pleasure again psychologists say that we have two selves our present self and our future self Um, just think of 
you now and your future you as two separate individuals. So our two selves are always at odds with each other because our present selves it loves instant gratification. And I think that's that's true because whenever we do something, we always want to get something out of it. Like when we go to Facebook, we want to read something. When we go to TikTok, we want to laugh, we want to cry or whatever. It's always that instant gratification. Well, our future self values long-term rewards. Now, the ironic thing is our future self will only get the rewards if our present self actually puts in the work. But if, if, our, if our present self doesn't put in the work, what happens? Our future self will not be able to reap the rewards. Just like what happened to me when I didn't um, work hard enough to make sure that I didn't get incomplete grades in college. So yeah, I wasn't able to reap the rewards from that. So there. <laughs> um... Another reason, the third one, why we procrastinate is because we're unable to manage our emotions. One of the fellows, um, his name is Joseph Ferrari. He's one of the fellows of the Association for Psychological Science, says that while everybody procrastinates, not everyone is a procrastinator. So, we're all we all procrastinate but not everyone is a procrastinator interesting right now out of all of the procrastinators 20% are chronic procrastinators chronic pro- procrastinators have an ongoing problem finishing tasks now i'm i'm not sure if i've met a chronic procrastinator i'm sure i'm not a, pro- a chronic procrastinator yeah i'm not but according to what I've researched, they are the kind of procrastinators who fail to learn a lesson from a past failed experience. So they keep on repeating the same behavior regardless of the task or regardless of the emotion that they feel after the fact. Because as rational beings, we always learn from mistakes that's why we have survived this long because when something hurts us we avoid it but not for some people (laughs) but yeah um those are the chronic procrastinators the other kind of procrastinators are called according to psychologists situational procrastinators now I think I am this kind of procrastinator. A situational procrastinator, on the other hand, delay tasks based on the task itself. I know I am this kind of procrastinator because I have experienced this. Maybe you have too. For example, when I work on a passion project, and I call it a passion project because it's my passion, so I love it. And when I do that, I'm always organized. I make sure that I complete everything that I need to do. But when it comes to washing the dishes, which is so basic, easy, simple, it's almost an automatic task. But I do not like it. So I always find an excuse to do something else except wash the dishes. 
so there like i'd rather sweep the floor you know have you or can you relate to that what is that one task that you do not like that you'd rather do something else and that is being a situational procrastinator but compared to a chronic procrastinator situational procrastinators again procrastinate depending on the task and for me for example i still manage to complete washing the dishes by doing it step by step for example i'll just wash one plate and then if i feel like it i'll wash another plate and then i'm if i'm still in the mood i'll wash one glass and then the utensils next and then so on and so forth and then i realize i'm done washing all of them (laughs) and i find it very fascinating that for something that i do not like if i just do it one step at a time i actually trick my brain to liking it so there (laughs) the third kind of procrastinator is the according to psychologists the perfect storm of procrastination which is like a combination of the two occurs when an unpleasant task meets a person who is inclined to act based on impulse and low in self-discipline and according to psychologists this is strongly linked to the big five personality trait of conscientiousness now i didn't know that there is such a thing as a big as the big five personality traits now one of them is conscientiousness this trait reflects the tendency to be responsible organized hard-working goal-directed and to adhere to norms and rules if you want to know the other four big personality traits are agreeableness extroversion openness to experience and neuroticism Now, psychologists also say that we actually know what that um, we'll regret delaying a task, but we still do it because we either fear failure or we don't like feeling uncomfortable or the joy of temptation, where we'll always choose a pleasurable activity instead of completing a task, even though it's necessary. That's why Timothy Pykill of Carleton University in Canada, who has written many books on procrastination, Google him, guys. Um, his last name is spelled as P-Y-C-H-Y-L. He says that the basic notion of procrastination as failure in self-control is pretty clear. We know what we have to do, but we choose not to do it. Now, and the underlying reasons vary so two conclusions procrastination is clearly not laziness it is that gap between intention and action but it's not laziness because procrastination is a self-defeating behavior because we know that we 
need to do it, but we choose not to do it. Procrastination is a self-defeating behavior that when not corrected will have a negative impact on our well-being and our mental health. Another conclusion is procrastination also has nothing to do with time management. To tell a chronic procrastinator, according to one psychologist, to tell someone who is a chronic procrastinator to just do it would be like saying to a clinically depressed person, cheer up because again there are so many reasons and varying reasons that could be letting someone behave in such a way that laziness or procrastinating isn't the same as laziness how are they different from each other well procrastination is an active process according to psychologists wherein you choose to do something else pleasurable instead of the task that you know you should be doing in contrast laziness suggests apathy inactivity and an unwillingness to act there they're often confused with each other but they are very different now postponing a task doesn't amount to procrastination all the time when you postpone a task for strategic reasons for example there's a prerequisite to the task then that is being strategic but then when you postpone a task because you find something else pleasurable, then that's already procrastination. But whether you're being lazy or when you're procrastinating, both have the same negative outcomes. There's stress, guilt, lost productivity, lost opportunities, and of course, the worst one is time you lose that time and the similarities between the two is that laziness and procrastination both lack motivation um, but again the difference is the procrastinator will eventually find the motivation because the procrastinator intends to complete it. The lazy one, the lazy bone, lacks motivation and he or she has no intention to complete the task. There. Amazing, right? Before this, I didn't know that there was a difference between being lazy and being or procrastinating. I thought that they're one and the same guess we learn something new every day now since laziness or being lazy and procrastinating both lack motivation that only means that relying on passion or motivation isn't always the perfect strategy when it comes to achieving goals 
because again they come and go passion motivation sometimes we feel that uh, one moment we're so hyped we're so motivated but then something happens we feel demotivated after that and for us to get through the difficult times it takes grit it takes perseverance it takes self-control self-discipline self-awareness so many so many things that needs to be developed and practiced for us to be able to achieve our goals but you know it doesn't have to be achieved all in one day that's why life is a journey and we just have to learn from our mistakes and we move we keep on moving forward so how do we avoid procrastination first is you have to recognize that you are procrastinating because before this i thought that i was just taking my time and that it's harmless but now that i know that procrastinating is actually harmful i'm not going to listen to my ego all the time because our ego can be a really good friend but sometimes it's also detrimental to our development because we fail to see the truth about the frailties of our personality or behavior so it's important that we accept we recognize when we are procrastinating second is you have to understand what's causing you to procrastinate or why you're procrastinating so for example I have been procrastinating on painting our condo by myself I've already started a section but I haven't completed it because I have I just find it very difficult to climb the ladder and then rearrange things and there I get tired so it's not a pleasurable activity the pleasurable activities for me now are working and listening to music, watching movies, drawing. So I keep on postponing that. But eventually, I'll get to it. So that's clearly procrastination, right? Um, but I have given myself a deadline. If I will not be able to complete this task by September 30th or by end of this month, that I will have to hire someone to do it for me there so that's strategic thinking already yay <laughs> um, so there know when you're pro- you know when you're procrastinating and understand what's causing you to procrastinate and once you know what's causing your procrastination then that's when you can already come up with strategies on how to trick your brain um, for example when it's such a big task like recently i had a big project for a sorry recently i had a big project I had to draw 20 illustrations and I didn't realize that they were like big illustrations. Um, so I was demotivated because I felt that I wasn't compensated enough, but it was partly my fault. No, it was really my fault. I didn't, anyway, I won't talk about that, but there. So I was demotivated. 
but I, I know I had to complete it because it was an opportunity for me to have more illustrations for my portfolio and it's a new client and I already thought of quitting but I pushed through with it and decided to create a tracker wherein I um, subdivided all of my illustrations to one task and I put a status for the ones that I was already working on the status was ongoing and for the ones that I was able to complete I changed the status to completed and the more that I saw the completed status the more I felt motivated to complete the rest and I didn't notice that I was able to complete it in four days four or five days so there um, so that's one way of tricking our brain because remember our brain is programmed to allow us to procrastinate but we can also train our brain by developing a new habit where pleasurable activities are productive and not counterproductive so what I did could be one example and I think um, many people do that they divide their tasks big tasks to smaller tasks and that little rewards make your instant gratification monkey happy <laughs> so now if you have identified that social media is the reason that um, is the reason why you're procrastinating then you can do social media fasts you can take a break from it you can also set a timer now for me it doesn't work because i always change the timer i tried that before but no doesn't work for me so what i do now is i always check my screen time um tracker and that's how i see if i'm uh using social media more and my brain kind it my brain loves to see the downward trend so that's what i try to achieve every week there now when it comes to fasting from social media some people have actually taken that to another level by doing a dopamine fast wherein they abstain from any experience that brings them pleasure including but not limited to sex, food, exercise, social media, video games, and talking according to Vox and from a New York Times article some people actually go so far as to avoid making eye contact, chatting with friends, or even performing moderately fast movements all in an effort to avoid stimulation but scientists, psychologists actually say that this doesn't have any scientific data to prove its effectiveness. Walter Piper, a neuroscience researcher at New York University, agrees that to some extent we can control the release of dopamine in our system. But since it's naturally part of our system, he says that dopamine fasts do not have long-term benefits. I haven't done that and I don't think I'll be able to do that because my work relies on 
internet and social media but i definitely do a bit of social media fast and i try doing a facebook fast for one month and it was a great experience it was really good i experienced jomo joy of missing out yeah okay so now if you are the kind of procrastinator because you don't find any value on the task that's why you look for um, something more pleasurable you can start to know the reason behind why the task is necessary even though it's difficult and I learned this um, from my training experience because in adult pedagogy or teaching, it is important to explain to adult learners the reason or importance of a topic or what they will get from it. That's why you'll notice in trainings, lectures, courses, they will always have a, they will always have a set of objectives and a description of what a learner will gain from it. Because as rational thinkers come to think of it, when we start to realize the importance and urgency of a task, we find a way to complete a task, no matter how difficult it is or whether we like it or not. Now, another tip, do not be scared of failure. If the reason why you're, pro- you're procrastinating is because you want to be perfect or you want a task to be perfect, Remember this, perfectionism is great, but it's better that tasks are done imperfectly than simply planning to do a task perfectly because you'll be stuck in planning. And this is what happened to me when I was procrastinating on my illustration project for this children's um, book. Because I was so scared to make a mistake, I kept on finding excuses to work on other things that I was very comfortable and I knew that I could do perfectly there so I've realized that I should stop focusing on perfectionism instead I should do things imperfectly and so far I have already achieved and finished a few illustrations so that's progress yay (laughs) so another tip is if the task is difficult or you're not confident about it ask for help please ask for help it doesn't mean that you're not intelligent enough or that you're not um, competent for that task you can always find mentors online you can always ask your friends for referrals or for suggestions it's better to ask than suffer silently i had this um i will i worked with this person who he was a teammate and i thought that the instructions for a certain task were all clear and I realized well I found out that he wasn't able to do the task because he didn't know how to use Excel as his supervisor I didn't ask 
him because he didn't ask for my help. I only found out when it was already the deadline and I was checking and he and his file wasn't in there. So that's when I asked him. So there. So as supervisors or if you have if you are like mentoring someone it is important to always pay attention to certain things because some people find it really difficult to ask for help so one way is to always make them feel that the environment is safe for learning and for making mistakes so that they know that they can always ask for your help now the last tip is actually controversial it's from Stanford philosopher John Perry who wrote the book the art of procrastination he has argued that people can take their time or be slow to their advantage by restructuring their to-do lists so that they're always accomplishing something of value now this is controversial because the other psychological scientists find this view problematic according to these scientists they argue that this forces to combine two different behaviors the proactive behaviors like pondering which attempts to solve a problem or prioritizing which organizes a series of problems with the detrimental self-defeating habit of genuine procrastination but if you think about it when you choose to accomplish a task that means like from a list of tasks that means that you're trying to delay something and you're choosing something more pleasurable so that's already procrastination and i think i agree with the psycho uh, the other scientists because when you're procrastinating you actually do not follow the sense of urgency of other tasks you you do not strategize anymore now when it comes to the benefits gained from procrastinating yes there are benefits in fact in one of the first studies to document the pernicious nature of procrastination was published in psychological science back in 1997 and it was a study in a university and they found that those who were procrastinating actually had lower levels of stress there compared to the ones who were putting in the work and this actually makes sense because our RAS for it to be able to focus and help you complete a task and fulfill your goals it needs a certain level of stimulation or amount of stress for it to focus because if it doesn't have that amount of stress if the stress level is very low then it's not active right 
Remember that? It's, uh, I talked about this in part 1 of episode 3. So, of course, when you're procrastinating, you will definitely have lower levels of stress. But, as proven in the study, those who pro- procrastinated, who started with lower levels of stress, eventually experienced higher amounts of stress and illness towards the end because they just didn't finish their work the quality of their work also suffered and their self-esteem their well-being also suffered so when it comes to long-term benefits procrastination doesn't have anything to provide and they even say that the apologists or the the people who say that oh people some people actually work best when they're under pressure yes they're able to complete their work but is it the optimal level of the quality of the work that they can put out how about their stress levels are they okay did they get enough sleep were they able to eat So, procrastination is definitely harmful. So, before I end this episode, I just want to reiterate that, again, I'm not a scientist. I do not have a degree on psychology. I'm just an avid fan of psychology. And I really like learning more about how our brain works when it comes to achieving our goals and how we can better improve ourselves for us to be able to achieve our goals and live a fulfilled life. So, one, we've learned that procrastination isn't the same as laziness. It is harmful. It has no long-term benefits. And it doesn't have anything to do with time management so I hope that you've learned so much from this episode and remember if you find yourself procrastinating assess what's causing that behavior are you procrastinating right now why are you delaying the task that you've been procrastinating on Remember to act on your goals as soon as you find the answer because our rest can only do so much for us. Do not let the instant gratification monkey take the wheel. Although it's cute, I know, but it's not helpful. The panic monster won't always be there to shoo away the instant gratification monkey. Make the best rational decision and practice conscientiousness all all the time, as much as possible. Because every time you make that right decision, that's a step towards a more fulfilled life. And here's the most important thing that I learned from this episode when I was researching. Psychologists say that it's important that you forgive yourself when you procrastinate, when you feel that you um, disappointed yourself, 
because you weren't able to complete something or you weren't able to give your 100% on a task. You forgive yourself and then you move forward. Learn from it, then you move forward. Um, some people create systems to help them perform well like everything around them is set to help them stay productive maybe we can talk about that later on when we talk about habits or developing good habits right yeah maybe that's a good topic for the next episode well before i blabber further (laughs) thank you so much for spending your precious time again with me stay safe wear a mask and practice social distancing until next time take care bye